Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Good morning Good morning, 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 our encounter with the Lord this morning. We'd like to acknowledge his presence. Good morning, Father. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for this beautiful morning. We thank you for a new day that you have added to our life, to our destiny. But the biggest element of our destiny is the time that is available to us. Something that may not be available to many this morning. We thank you, Father, that you considered us worthy to increase that time. You give us that other opportunity. Yet another one. To look back on our life this morning. On the areas we have fallen short. On what the key purpose in our life is. We could ask this question to ourselves every morning. To check our alignment on what we ought to be doing. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity to come to you in our prayer, to talk to you personally, to further build and strengthen our relationship with you, and to learn from you what that purpose is, and what is your instruction and your direction for us today, to look back on our mistakes of yesterday, all our failures, all our shortcomings. And we surrender them to you this morning, Father, as we acknowledge your presence here. We surrender all our faculties, our body, our soul, our spirit. All our capabilities, all our skills, all our talents, all our strengths, along with all our weaknesses, all our limitations. Every area that we feel we do not have anything in us in order to be able to achieve something there. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart, and we lean not on our own understanding, but on the revelation that you pour into our hearts this morning. And through the day when you speak to us constantly, we ask of you, Father, to open the eyes of our heart and our ears, every sense or organ of spiritual reception that we might receive from you clearly. And know exactly what it is that you want to tell us when you say, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Thoughts of prosperity to give you an expected end and not to put you in harm's way. Help us, Father, receive those thoughts exactly as they are and to discern what is coming from you as against what comes from the enemy to create chaos, confusion and failure. We thank you, Father, that amidst all our worries and our cares and our challenges this morning, you pour your peace into our heart. That peace that helps us maintain our stillness, our focus on you. So that we can be still and know you more. And know your ways, your principles. And this peace that you pour, Lord, into our hearts this morning, when we are with you in your presence, in this place of prayer, connected with you in our spirits. We want to share that same peace 
that transcends all our understanding. That same peace that ignores all our limitations and keeps us strong in the spirit. That makes us overcome us. We share it with everyone that is part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. With all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and everyone that has not yet encountered you even though they are called Christians. Everyone that does not share that personal relationship with you as their Abba, as their friend, as their brother Jesus, as their maker, the king of kings. We share your peace with all those that have willfully chosen to walk away from your light into darkness, either under ignorance or under false doctrine that has been taught to them. Under all sorts of modern scientific knowledge that may have been imbibed into their education from an early age, that takes you out of that equation to be replaced with common sense and every other lie. Let every such veil be torn down. Father, we pray for each of these, our brothers and our sisters, and ourselves as well, where in certain times of our lives, we choose to think of it outside of this context. We choose to look at it only from the natural world and not from a spiritual angle. Let every such mountain that stands in our path be cut down. Let your glory be revealed through and through. That our eyes be transformed to see the truth. And we be set free by that truth. Turn our steps towards you, Lord. Towards our Father. We ask for that quickening in the spirit. For us and for our brothers and our sisters. We ask for that awakening, that revival, Lord. That we might turn back to the ancient ways. To you, our King. To you, the creator of the universe. And as we make this prayer this morning, we call on your name. Jesus said, whatsoever you ask for in my name, that I will do for you. We use that very same instruction from him. And we call on the name of our maker, our God, our father, the rabbi of all ages. The Lord who is our shield. The God who renews his mercy for us every morning. A fresh batch of mercy renewed for us every day. Who understands our weakness, our limitations. The one who did not withhold giving everything in heaven, bankrupting heaven just for our sake. He gave his son, he gave his spirit, he gave his angels, he gave every resource available. That man, mortal and ordinary man, who is even lower than the angels, must not perish, must not end up in the outer darkness, but must have that eternal life, must have that relationship, continuity with our maker. Such is your love for us, everlasting love. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son, the one who volunteered to give of his life willingly, not hold back anything, but give everything for our sake. The king of kings, laying down his life 
for an ordinary subject of his kingdom, that his kingdom be continued, that we might have abundance, but we might have dominion in the areas that we were offered dominion in Genesis itself. In Genesis 1 verse 27, when the Father made us, it is he who taught us to pray, it is he who taught us faith, and it is he who gave us those principles of dominion that we seek to study and learn today so that by identifying what works in accordance with his kingdom, we might have that dominion over every circumstance around us, but also over the enemy that seeks to overpower us. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of that truth, which sets us free. Spirit of the word himself, who became flesh and dwelt amongst us. The spirit who heals our backsliding, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of victory. The spirit who gives life to our mortal body. That we might not be left weak, vulnerable, bashed up all the time and defeated by Satan. But through the spirit, we might walk under an open heaven. Through prayer and through the wisdom that he pours into our hearts through revelation, we might walk under answered prayer. We might walk under abundance. We might walk with a hedge of protection around us that Satan can do nothing about it anymore. And through him, we might walk in dominion. We thank you, Father, for blessing us with this gift of life, for blessing us with the gift of your word, with the gift of prayer that we are able to connect with you in our spirit at any time and all times throughout the day. That you have established your temple within our bodies, our hearts. And we do not need to go separately to a place once a week on a Sunday in order to meet you. But we can connect with you and speak to you wherever, whenever. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your angels. whom you have given charge over us to watch over us. Mighty they are in strength. And do the bidding of the voice of the word. You give us keys on how to command them so that their might might be put to use. And yet most of us do not yet know how to use that. You give us, Father, destiny help us, whom you have strategically planted in our lives at different points in time and locations so that when the need arises, they are available there and we are able to call upon their service as well. We thank you, Father, that you have poured your love into our hearts, through our family, through our friends and all those that care about us. It is your presence that we feel and we experience through their ministry in our lives. When they look after us, when they feed us, when they care about us physically and emotionally and spiritually as well. We thank you, Father that you have not held anything back, but you have made all of this available to us. Thank you for your love. And today we reflect on an important part of prayer. 
that is fasting and this will be a two part series the bible we see at many places recommends fasting and prayer and we often choose it choose to use it in times of dire need but is it about stopping food alone are we missing the the most important part of it what does fasting really mean there are many teachings on how to go about a fast along with recommendations as well but we won't go into that how side of things today i shall just share my thoughts and opinions on some basics for us to bear in mind when fasting we've seen many people that during the period of lent which is called a period of fast and abstinence give up certain things in their life some give up alcohol some give up entertainment others give up smoking but many a times it lasts only for that period of 40 days and biblically you look at it anything that has lasted or has a multiple of 40 in it is a time of renewal is the time of revival is the time of rebuilding are we really rebuilding something there when we fast or at the end of it when easter comes in we forget everything we drop our guard and go back to enjoying life the way it was did it really bring about a transformation in us in this series between today and tomorrow i want to touch on some of the key elements that we ought to pay attention to when we think about fasting isaiah 58 is a key chapter in the bible where god the father talks about fasting the kind of fasting that he desires now verse 3 and 4 says why have we fasted and you see it not why have we humbled ourselves and you take no knowledge of it behold this is the father speaking behold in your in the day of your fast you seek your own pleasure and oppress all your workers behold your fa- you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to hit with a wicked fist fasting like yours this day will not make your voice be heard on high whenever we take up fasting for a day or for whatever period of time is this really happening to us that we are often very angry we are often irritated and we end up doing the things that we shouldn't really be doing so what it really ends up being is a day of deprivation depriving ourselves of food and on the other hand harming others through our words and through our actions so what then is fasting and what is the right way to do it and i'll talk about three keys today we probably will cover two today and the third one tomorrow the first one is humility it is about humbling ourselves before god ezra 
verse 21 says, when, when Ezra was leading the Israelites back home, after being, after being captured and held for 70 years in slavery, they were leading the people back home and they faced difficulties. Then Ezra said in verse 21, then I proclaimed a fast there at the river Ahava that we might humble ourselves before our God to seek from him a safe journey for ourselves. Humbling is an important part. Matthew 6 verse 18 says, when we fast, he's talking about fasting now, this was Jesus said, that your fasting may not be seen by others but by your father who is in secret. said so that is how fasting should be. And your father who sees all in secret will reward you. It is not about standing in a corner and praying. It is not about pulling a long face as Jesus teaches in the verses immediately preceding this one. So that others look at you and think, oh, this person's fasting. It is not about banging on and telling everyone that we are fasting today. But fasting is more of an affair or relationship between a matter between us and our God. And our connection with him, our relationship with him through prayer. And the first and the most important step there is to humble ourselves. And often when we pray, we ask God to humble us. But he won't humble us. It is for us to humble ourselves. When we are able to surrender our pride, our ego, and everything that we hold up, all our crowns, all our achievements, it is easier when we do it. But if we do not surrender it and he is forced to do it, it will always be accompanied with hurt. The choice is ours on whether we want him to humble us or whether we humble ourselves. It is up to us, though, to ask for the grace to humble ourselves. We can ask for that grace. So rather than asking him to humble us, ask him for the grace to be able to surrender, to give up, to give away some of that which keeps us away from him. And the next and the immediately Obvious one is repentance. If we want our fasting to have any meaning, repentance is key. Psalm 69 verse 10 says, When I wept and humbled my soul with fasting, it became my reproach. So reproach or disapproval, rebuking, some of that pride that we have held within us is the next step. In Isaiah 30 verse 15, God says, in repentance and rest is your salvation. So renouncing iniquity in our thoughts, in our words, in our actions. Looking back at all of these and identifying the areas that we have missed the mark and accepting it. Surrendering before God all our sin 
and asking for forgiveness, knowing that he is quick to forgive. Psalm 51 verse 17 says, a humble and a contrite heart, he will not despise. The sacrifice that pleases him is a broken spirit. A spirit that is surrendered and submitted to him. Not one that holds up in itself. That stands on its own might. On its own power. For his word said it is not by might and not by power that you will move forward. But by my spirit and that can only come when we surrender and submit to him. When we are free from our ego and pride and iniquity. So Romans 12 verse 1 says, present your body as a living sacrifice, surrender to him. It is not easy. So we must ask for the grace to be able to surrender as well. The grace to be humble, the grace to surrender. Every spiritual battle must start with surrender to God if we are to last in it. Remember James 4 verse 7 which says, submit to God. And then resist the devil. We often skip the submit part and try to resist the devil. And out of our own physical weakness, we fail. We end up in trouble. Tomorrow we shall continue on the third key here, which is prayer. And then we look at what else is fasting about. And what else does the Lord expect of us in our conduct when we are fasting in order to make it more effective. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each understand the true essence of fasting. And then you, we ask, Father, we ask you to show us how we should fast. What are the areas of our life that we should reflect on when we fast? So that we get the true value of that fasting. It brings about a transformation in us and makes us a different person. But there are certain weaknesses and areas of our lives that we will leave behind and will emerge incorruptible and more formidable in the spirit. We ask for that edification this day as we reflect on fasting so that when we make that part of our prayer life on a regular basis, we hit the right notes and the right keys and we are able to bring that transformation within our spirit to rise to a higher and a deeper relationship with you and carry a more deeper meaning and a sincerity in our prayer. So that when your word, as it says, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous one can avail much, we are able to tap into all that is required there to make that much be availed out of our prayer. We ask for that growth, Father, in our spirit. And as we pray for spiritual growth, we also pray for our physical and temporal needs. 
for all those requests that have been mentioned on our prayer group, in particular, all those that are battling sickness and disease, all those that are battling life-threatening circumstances, all those that are in hospital this day. We pray also for all families that are battling separation. And we pray for the protection of every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, including addictions. Any kind of limitations that keep them yoked to the ground. That includes poverty and joblessness. All kinds of witchcraft and wizardry. And divination. Under the authority you have given us, Jesus, we come against all of these limitations in our lives and the lives of those that we pray for. And it is by your spirit that we declare every bond, every bond of slavery and every chain around their life broken. It is under your authority that we declare and enforce that authority over these lives. And we speak it in faith. It must come to pass. We pray in a special way also for our own personal needs and those of our families. Especially those that have not yet experienced or encountered your presence. That have not yet received their gift of salvation. That are not yet born in the spirit. Still living entirely and only in the flesh. Let their spirits be quickened. Let their hearts and eyes be opened. To receive you. To believe in you. And to give their hearts to you. Father, we thank you that you have heard us. That you always hear us. And when we release our prayer in faith and we speak our words, which is in alignment with your will and your word, we know and we believe in our heart that it must come to pass. We thank you, Father, that when we make this our prayer of agreement with each other, your Holy Spirit moves at that prayer of faith. And everything that is formless, everything that is void, everything that looks hopeless today will be given hope, will be given shape, will be given life this very day. This is our faith. We now pray in the gift that you have given us, the gift of tongues. As we pray in the spirit, I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. All those that are seeking to receive that gift of tongues to be able to pray, make sure you check the reason why you are asking for that gift. Make that reason plain and straight to the Lord and ask for him to take charge of your tongue. Take that step of faith, that leap of faith, unmute your mic and start speaking one syllable. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. We believe that he does not want to withhold that gift from anyone, but he wants that each of us 
should be able to pray not only for ourselves but more so for others. Let us look at it from the point of view of intercession and open our hearts and ask him to fill us with that gift. Let us now pray in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shara Baba Yadala Rasila Rekata Sedin and Jara de Dabara Hekata Yadala Dalaraba Mandes Kalabranjara Sata Rakura de Leresian Tarekrantikere Malara Sataki and Dorazelesterik and Deleresetiriadara Silerekata. Elam Barasala Rakato Siteria Jalaras Dalaba Mandes Kalabranda Lara Sila Rekato Sitera Barajala and Dara Rekato Babalara Jalara Satarek and Dirasula Rekata Jada Marajadari and Daratata. Mamma, <laughs>
If any of you are receiving any revelation through the Spirit, I encourage you to unmute your mic and speak it out. Or alternatively, you can even type it in the chat.
Father, we thank you for this opportunity to pray together as one family, as one spirit. When we pray together, we know that your spirit moves among us and within us. And you speak to us, O Holy Spirit, through this day. We thank you, Lord, that as we surrender everything that we are about to go through this day, and we surrender it to you, you open up possibilities that did not previously exist. You make even the impossible possible. And the Bible says, no word from God shall fail. We stand on that word as we go about our affairs this day. Thank you, Father. Before we conclude, just a reminder about our Bible study topic for this Friday. The topic is the 12 steps to a good year. This is a continuation of our series where we left over before we took a short break during the Christmas period. This would be part four in the six-part series. And in this series, we will learn to equip ourselves to appropriate the fullness of God's provision and blessings in the year that lies ahead. We will also learn the need to make the right resolutions. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube. We shall share this later this morning on our Telegram group and on our WhatsApp group. Please share those links with your family and friends and invite as many people as you can so that they might experience a blessing as well. It is more about them taking that presence of God back home with them. Much more than the teachings, it is that presence that brings value into the teachings and makes it more meaningful and effective when we apply it in our lives. Also a reminder for all those that have not yet joined our Telegram group, we shall be shutting down the WhatsApp group completely by the end of this month. So anyone that is still on the WhatsApp group after that, will not receive any updates there. I encourage each of you to please move over to the Telegram group. We shall share a link later this morning for people to join the Telegram group there. That group has a lot of flexibility and variability where we are not limited to a uh, lot of flexibility and no, no limitations or variability there where we are not limited to 256 group members only, but you can invite and add more of your friends and family to that group where we each can then pray for each other. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day. So that as we experience and live our testimony, and when we speak it out in confidence, when we carry the word, the gospel, based on what we've learned, we share those learnings with others. Let us then, in turn, become a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Wednesday, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless you and everybody. And have a great day. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.